Get ready, Avalanche Territory. Denver Sports presents the Mile High Hockey Podcast with Mike Evans. Denver Sports is your home for the most Avalanche content. Now here's your host, Mike Evans. Hey, everybody, and welcome into the Mile High Hockey Podcast. I am, as the sign says, Mike Evans. Good to have you uh, here for another week as we chop things up here with the Avalanche. Allow me to do a little bit of cross-promotion here at uh, denversports.com because you're watching the podcast, but I want to reference an article, a column that I wrote for denversports.com, and it's in regards to the Avalanche and why I believe that there is nothing left for them to accomplish in this regular season. Now, I've received some pushback on that, but let me explain where I'm coming from, and then you can hurl your uh, arguments and your cuss words at me. But but here's where I'm at. I have seen enough in this regular season. The Avs are ready, and it's time for the playoffs. That's all I care about right now. Just keep these guys healthy for the remainder of the regular season. I don't think they have anything left to gain or accomplish. Now... Why do I feel so strongly about that? Well, I'm actually going to go back to a couple of games against lousy teams named Arizona and Anaheim. They were back-to-back games. And they were two games against bad opponents late in the season. If ever there was a time that you might lose your focus, it would be in back-to-back games like that. Instead, the Avalanche went out and took care of business. Save for one shaky third period in Arizona, they win both hockey games. And and check out these stats, because I know that there have been some debates along the way when it comes to the schedule and back-to-backs and how unfair they are and all that. The Avalanche have just eaten up and spit out back-to-backs. Check out these numbers in back-to-backs this year. The Avalanche are 15-5-2 in back-to-backs this year, 8-2-1 in the second game of those back-to-backs, and they have swept six of their last eight back-to-backs. So what does that tell you? It tells you a couple things. One, this team doesn't make excuses. This team does not subscribe to the idea that, oh, the schedule is so hard. Oh, we have to play back-to-backs. Nope. And that's why when I always say with the Avalanche, The standard's the standard, and they know what that standard is, and they don't deviate from that. And the other thing that stands out about this team and why I just know they're ready is compared to the NBA, where we have this silly, silly, God, I hate it, load management out there. The idea that we got to rest guys, we got to save guys for the playoffs, all that. And so we're not going to tax these guys too much. We're not going to have them play back-to-back nights. We're going to pick nights off. Do you notice what happened in those Anaheim and uh, Arizona games? The best players played both nights, both games. So what I love about this team and why there's nothing left to prove for me is this is a team that you know still is is locked in. And though they may have had some bumps in the road and a little bit of topsy-turvy, I said this last week on the podcast, I believe it even more after the events of the last week, that this is a team that now sees the finish line and is excited and anticipates the arrival of the playoffs, and they're ready to go. So that's why I feel like there's nothing left to accomplish in this regular season. And, and the reason why, and it, it, you may think, and this is where I've, I've received the pushback, how can you say that, Mike? 
on a day, on a week, a day, as we're doing this podcast right now, that the Avs are going to be hosting Minnesota, and then a few days later, Dallas. The teams that are right behind and right ahead of them in the standings. Mike, these are big games. They're crucial games. They're important games. This could decide first-round playoff matchups. It could decide home ice. These are huge. To which I say, no, they're, they're not big. They're not important. They're not crucial. I've heard that word thrown out. Are you kidding me? Crucial? Here's the thing about the avalanche and why I'm sorry. I just can't summon up the bigness of, of these games with Minnesota and Dallas. And let me explain it. There's a point to this is that when this season first started, I remember we were doing a avalanche hockey roundtable at brothers barbecue. I think it was myself, um, Matt Smith, Orlando, of course, Stoke, Zach. And I made the point that, you know what? The Avalanche could finish sixth in the Western Conference this year. Wouldn't worry me at all. All that would matter is just be ready to go for the playoffs. And once the playoffs got here, they're going to be good to go. And people were like, sixth? They're not going to finish sixth? Well, you know, for most of the season, they've been kind of trending there, right? But have you ever really been worried uh, about the Avs, even when they were on the cusp of barely making the playoffs? So when, when I look at this, this, this team, I don't care where they're seated. I honestly, I do not care where they are seated. I don't care who they play. I don't care if they have home ice advantage or not. I don't care. So that's why the idea of the importance of these games with Dallas and Minnesota, I just, I don't feel it. Because, all right, let, let's, let's attack both of these arguments. Well, you know, you might have to play Dallas. You might have to play Minnesota. Maybe you want to avoid one of those two teams. No, because last year I said the only team that concerned me, I, didn't, I wasn't scared by anybody in the West. The only team that concerned me that might give the Avalanche a bit of a push was St. Louis. Other than that, there was nobody in the West I looked at. Well, I was proven right about that. Sorry, pat myself on the back, but I was proven right. Whether you like me or not, I was proven right. St. Louis was the only team that put up any kind of resistance. Otherwise, the Avalanche cruised. Fast forward to now, there is not a team in the West that I see that is capable of beating the Avs four times in a best of seven. I, I, I mean, yeah, could they beat the Avs once, twice? Who knows, maybe even three times. But four times? Nope, don't see it. The only team that, I guess if uh, it was last year with St. Louis, the only team that falls into the concerns me but doesn't scare me category would be maybe the L.A. Kings. That's it. I don't know. I just kind of got a feel about the Kings this year that they could be a bit of a thorny team like the Blues were last year. Other than that, so if if that's the only team that gives me any kind of pause, I, I don't care if they play Dallas or Minnesota. Uh, as far as home ice, that's the other argument. Well, you want home ice. Do do you? Do you? Do you? As an Avalanche fan, do you want the Avs to have home ice? Because one of the underrated stats of this year's team, through all the ups and downs, they have 24 road wins. They are only two road wins off the franchise record of 26. Two, that's it. There's a very good chance they're going to match or surpass the franchise record for road wins. This coming on the heels of last year's playoff run, 
when the Avalanche went 9-1 and on the road in the playoffs, 7-0 and on the road in the Western Conference part of the playoffs. This is a team that relishes playing on the road. They're not intimidated. They love playing on the road. They're more dangerous on the road, I think, than they are at home. I think they welcome the challenge of playing on the road more than the comfort of playing at home. So when you take the idea that, in my opinion, that there's no one really out there in the West that that scares me, and the fact that home or away, who cares, then you understand where I'm coming from that it really doesn't matter where the Avalanche finish seated and who they play and whether or not they have home ice or not. So that's why I'm sorry. I just can't summon up. I've tried. Believe me, I've tried. I've tried to sell myself on the idea that these are big games, right? Big games. And look, I get it as a fan, right? As a follower of the Avalanche, it's a long season, right? It's 82 games. And you'd like to think as a fan that there's some games, even in the regular season, that you can attach some significance to and, and get up for and, and a sense of this is a big game. Come on. You know, as Avalanche fans, you know what a big game looks like now, right? <laughs> right? And these aren't it. These aren't it. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Do I want the Avalanche to lose to Minnesota and Dallas? Heck no. And if they end up beating both teams and end up first in their division and end up with the best record in the Western Conference and home ice throughout the entire playoff am I going to be upset about it no all I'm saying is it's not important I'll I'll, I'll put it this way if you are arguing me right now and you are getting red in the face insisting that these are big games against Minnesota and Dallas well then let me come back at you with something all right they lose these games they lose to Minnesota they lose to Dallas if they're big games then what are the consequences of losing these games Are you all of a sudden worried? Are you all all of a sudden panicky? That that would be my question to you. If these games matter so much, then how are you going to respond if they lose? Right? Now, when I put it that way, now you're kind of like, hmm, all right. He's got a point. Because if they lose to Minnesota and lose to Dallas or lose to Minnesota, beat Dallas, or beat Minnesota and lose to Dallas— is that going to change dramatically your feeling about this hockey team once the playoffs roll around? Of course not. I was arguing about it with um, Mark Slareth on our show this morning. That he's like, well, you want to send a message. You want to send a message to the Wild. You want to send a message to Dallas. Just a reminder of who we are. Dude, you don't. You think the Minnesota Wild need to be reminded who the Avalanche are? You think the Dallas Stars need to be reminded of who the Avalanche are? You think the Avalanche need to beat them in a couple of regular season games just to drive home the point that the Avs are somebody that you got to be worried about? Come on. The Avalanche are already mentally in their heads, Dallas's heads, Minnesota's heads. Uh, the burden of proof is not on the Avs. It's on Minnesota. So I yeah, would I what would I at least concede that these games are far more important for Minnesota and Dallas than they are for the F's? Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you know, you're trying to climb the mountain and those are the that the Avalanche team is in front of you. Yeah, a regular season game for them matters. For the Avs, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And so 
That's why the article that I wrote at denversports.com about how I've seen enough, there's nothing left to accomplish in the regular season, uh, I stand by it. Opponent I don't care about, seed I don't care about, home ice I don't care about, bring it on. The only thing I care about uh, for the remainder of this regular season is health, obviously. Keep the guys that are healthy healthy, hopefully get most, if not all, the guys that are out right now back. That's it. Other than health, there's nothing left to accomplish in the regular season for this hockey team. And again, I'll leave it, I'll leave it with this. If you feel and you disagree with me and you say that these games matter, then tell me what the ramifications, the consequences are if they lose them. How does that change your view of this team and their prospects come playoff time if they were to lose these games? I don't think they'll change at all. So right away then, that just sort of diminishes how important they are. One, one final point, and, and this goes back to Stink's uh, idea of, about proving a point. I'll give you a little comparison, okay? Over the final seven games of the season, the Nuggets will play Phoenix twice. And Kevin Durant's back for Phoenix. Nuggets have two games with Phoenix. Now, those are games that are important for the Nuggets. Those are games where you want to make a point, prove a point, either to them or to yourself. Why? Because the Nuggets are trying to do all this for the first time. They have a lot to prove, not only to us, but maybe even to themselves, to the teams that they're going to be playing. So that in that case, yes, those regular season games, there's still something left to accomplish for them and who they play and how they play and the kind of messages that they deliver matter. But when it comes to the avalanche, I'm sorry, I've seen enough. Um, you know, I, I said this back when the season began, and and I think it has borne out to this point. And as we now see the finish line in place, I think it has been uh, proven right. The Avalanche will not play one important regular season game this season. They just won't. It's all about just getting to the playoffs. And what kind of shape are you in physically once it comes playoff time? But as far as establishing anything or proving anything or needing anything from the regular season, no, 82 games, not one of them are important. And now that we can see the the end in sight, I think they're even less important. Just get me to the finish line, all right? Get me to the finish line. Get me to the playoffs. They're coming up fast. I can't wait. Then we can get down to the real hockey, the important hockey, the big games. There are no big games left in this regular season. And sorry, we can argue it. Please give me all the feedback you want. I just can't buy into the idea that the, these Minnesota and Dallas games are big and important or crucial because I'll, I'll leave it again at this. If they're that big, that important, that crucial, then how will it change your opinion of this hockey team if they were to lose these games? Answer the question. And if you're telling yourself, ah, you know what, probably not, won't change my opinion that much at all, then that answers your question about how big these games are. All right, that'll do it for this uh, week's edition of the Mile High Hockey Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Sean Gates. 
exit stage right uh, as uh, he was here to uh, produce and engineer this entire uh, fiasco. Okay, uh, masterpiece. Uh, that'll do it for this week's edition. We'll see you again next week on the Mile High Hockey Podcast.